The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this Monday. Uh, nice, bright, clear, and crisp Monday in Murfreesboro. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Crisp, is that a nice word for the weather today? I, I like crisp, yes. People complain you know, about the weather changing in March in Tennessee. I think it's always done that. I've been here a long time, and it's it's pretty predictable to be unpredictable. It's true of a lot of places. It's not just Murfreesboro. <laughs> well, that said, uh, Jeff, uh, lots going on. Uh, you go back and before the show's over, we go back and talk a little bit about Blackman and girls and their efforts last week. The Blackman boys who play on Wednesday, Middle Tennessee uh, men finished out their conference tournament in the semifinals and the Lady Raiders, a conference champion not only in regular season but win it against the dreaded Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky to get into the uh, NCAA tournament and uh, we'll talk about that in just a second but uh, any of those you want to take take on as a subject first? Well when do we know about the NIT men's tournament? When do we know? Or do NIT, we already know? NIT tournament bids are gone out have gone out because i know vanderbilt's playing and it. it was now i heard heard that this afternoon i i, I wouldn't expect that, that we're in that and not i i looked on goblueraiders.com before i asked fairly late this afternoon and to see if they were in one of the cits or whatever tournament i haven't seen anything that suggests chip walters will be on it around five thirty, and if there is a movement on that well i'm sure we'll know i uh i, I guess well of course they well, they're not. There is no criteria for the NIT. Just no, there's not generalities, you know. And although we had a good team, entertaining, good crowds, etc., a lot of losses too. Yeah, we did. And uh, and there may be some people that have about like our record, maybe in five, six fewer losses. That's possible. Uh, but I I think we deserve it. I think we've got a very entertaining team. And uh, I don't know, though, if we're going to bid or not. I don't have any idea. Well, uh, to me, last year's team was better. The record was better. And it, and they did not earn the NIT bid last year. So, I, given the fact that our, our record was not quite as good, though we took uh, FAU to the uh, to the mat in the semifinals, finally losing by three. But uh, I, I really had not expected the NIT bid. There are a couple other tournaments that are out there and, and – I don't know if those bids are out yet or not, but we'll just have to see. Well, of course, you mentioned Vanderbilt, and I, I did listen to a guy today, and I don't pay too much attention to any of this uh, because everybody's got an opinion, so I, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. 
but the, the the information that Vanderbilt has on its side for being in the NCAA, the, the it, that is yes, they probably should have been, and they did not. They were not there. They're also playing great right now, and they're doing it with coaching and without without their star player, uh, and have won what nine of ten. Uh, I think that's right, or yeah. ten of the last twelve, something like that. I mean, they're kind of what the what the NCAA wants, and and there there are other teams in the tournament that uh, I mean, Vanderbilt couldn't even get a play in game. I mean, come on. Well, if it were based on the last half of the season, there's no question they'd be in. But it, the whole season's there, and Vanderbilt put a lot of tough losses on the board early on, and it's kind of like a horse race. They came around the bend and. You got nipped at the wire, I'd well, say. Man, okay, I I, I re- recognize that we could go the other way. There's information the o- the other way, but you, you look up and there sits Kentucky, sure. And Vanderbilt beat them twice in the last two sure, weeks. Sure, sure, yeah. On their home floor, logic, <laughs> logic. Sometimes, if you yeah. if you think about it, doesn't have a lot to do with the whole process. Uh, we have a caller on the line. I think let's go ahead and get that in, and we'll move on to something else in just a minute. Go ahead. How's it going, guys? I just want to say y'all. question about that. No question. points there for sure uh, not not just Vanderbilt I'm not sure who else out there Jeff is uh, grousing today but uh, there's there's four five six teams I'm sure uh, Mississippi State pretty good basketball team gets to play the play-in game I'm not sure that's that's ingratiating to them uh, so uh, that said uh Lady Raiders do get in. Uh, the question was, in your mind, Jeff, what did they have to do to, to get an at-large bid? It would, going into the tournament with Middle Tennessee women in the tournament before they got in the Conference USA? Now, now I'm sorry. You're going to have to I'm, repeat I'm the speculating. question. I'm speculating. Speculate again. <laughs> Lady Raiders. Yes. If they had not won the conference tournament, right. were they in the NCAA as an at-large? No. 
I didn't say that's the way I yeah, wanted it to yeah. be. I just said no. And, and, and it'd be dicey, which is kind of a shame when you, you look at I agree. that kind of thing. They're not going to do the Lady Raiders any favor. They're not, they're not going to help a, a mid-level school you're I, right. if they can help get around it. Well, not. what was said before by the, some of the, the people that's supposed to know, if middle made it to the fi- conference finals, they'd be okay. Okay. And, and – but if they had gotten beat by El Paso in the semifinals, which was down to the last two minutes, uh, we don't know. Right. But we do know that they won it, so that doesn't matter. They, and, they, and they play Colorado, a number six seed in Durham, North Carolina. Jeff, the last several times Middle Tennessee women have made it to the tournament, they've played the home team on, the, on their home turf. Right. Remember Michigan State? All too well, yes. Remember last two, three years ago, Middle at Tennessee. Yes. Remember a few years before that, middle at Louisville? Yes. So, so this year it's not all. we lost all those games. <laughs> we, we did, but uh, not playing Colorado on the Colorado floor is is the biggest plus for me. I agree. A 6 and 11 seed game is oftentimes one. You're, yeah, you're going up and down with that yeah. kind of thing. I, 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 I passed the top 20 teams probably the, the Let's say the number five seeds, maybe the four seeds. It, it from there the I think five seeds through thirteen seeds. You can put a blanket around a lot of them. And our fans, of which we have many, can get to Durham, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it was in Colorado, that'd be another thing again. And uh, I, I'm not. Um, I'm just going to say this. I didn't say. One way or another about Vanderbilt, I was just saying that there was plenty of evidence that they should have gone. But there's plenty of evidence that they should not have gone either. And I I agree with uh, with the caller on that. There there is some evidence of that. But um, you start comparing all that stuff and the time of year and all that and where it was played. It's just a hard, hard job to to pick the sixty eight. The speculation for Vanderbilt was they they had to win the tournament to to get in, and it appears that's pretty close to what it had to to be. you know, and that, that speaks to what we talked about last week about trying to see the high school tournament. Uh, there's enough trying to deal with the NCAA when they've got people that look at it all year long and get in a room and spend three days and, and, and still have this kind of speculation taking place. Tough to do. Let's let's go and take a break because I want to come back and, and uh, spend more time with Middle Tennessee's seed and get some phone calls, we hope. 893-1450 is the number here. We'll be right back. Hey, fellas, need an annual health exam for work or just to start the year prioritizing your health? I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone. Typically, it's completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. With cold and flu season here, nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother, and we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by anytime today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick, or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. 
Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff Rogers, my fans, Heating and Air, and Lee Colvin's Financial Services with Edward Jones. Uh, we were talking off air. If. I'm glad we don't have to answer this question. If Middle Tennessee had not won the women's basketball tournament, would they have gotten into as an at-large? A lot of speculation in that direction. But at this point in time, Jeff, it doesn't matter at all. The 11 seed, I'm like you. I think that was a little lower than I thought it might be. But the good news is, as far as I'm concerned, when you're 11 seed playing a six, that means the next game, if you, when you win that first game, you're playing a three instead of a one or a two. I mean, I don't like the eight and nine seed game as a – is a tough one because you win that one, you're going to turn around and play the top team probably on their home floor, and middle won't have to do that. Uh, all, all that is correct, and I, I thought I think it's correct. Uh, I, I thought the eleven. Um, well, we we got together last night as the uh, our, our family usually does. We've been doing it for years, and we all pick a bracket. Some of us were serious, some of us not so serious, but anyway, we pick a bracket all the way through. And uh, I felt like you know, they asked me what what kind of seating that the women should get. Now we picked the men's bracket, but mm-hmm. the, uh, the women's bracket I don't guess was out. I don't really know. But uh, anyway, I said, well, I think a nine. I said, but they usually don't treat us right, in my opinion. So okay, a ten, and it was eleven. Well, it turned out I think that really was probably better for us. Turned out after we, I saw all the matchups mm-hmm. and everything, but we're just guessing. We don't know. Sure, we don't. What we do know is Colorado's out of the Big Twelve. Yeah. Uh, only common opponent I looked to see if there was one, and there was Texas Tech. Middle Tennessee loses to Texas Tech by three. Colorado loses to Texas Tech by one. So nothing there to go on, is it? So, well, at least you know there is a little on the bone, but 
let's face it, Jeff, Middle Tennessee played Texas Tech in November, and I think Colorado played Texas Tech in early January. Two months later, three months later, the teams are not quite the same. Who knows? But I think I haven't looked at the Vegas odds, but uh, I'd, I'll look at that during the break. I'm, I'm going to take a shot. I'll say Colorado by four. That's fair. What the odds are going yeah. to go? It won't be. It won't be many more than that, or less than that. that you know, four, five, maybe six. We shall see. Uh, I guess uh, the coach at Colorado was born in Jackson, Tennessee, and uh, moved pretty quickly into Canada. But it stated when she was asked about the, the team, she said, "Well, I grew up. I've got relatives still in in uh, Tennessee. I assume the Jackson area." He said, "I've got people that." That went to Middle Tennessee, so I know something of them. I haven't seen this year's team, but uh, know something of that reputation. Uh, I don't know anything much about Colorado at all. They, I looked at their roster; they got three girls, six three. Middle Tennessee's got enough inside play. I think we're size wise shouldn't be beat up too badly on the boards. Um, they don't. They don't, their stats don't look like they're just a great three point shooting team. Don't look like they shoot a ton of them as well, but. Uh, Jeff, it'll come down to whether Middle Tennessee can hit the bucket or not. Because I think I think if they hit the bucket, they shoot it 42, 43%, uh, three-point range at 35 or better, they'll have an excellent chance to win. I, I agree with that. And also, I think, too, when you look at our record and you look back, and I've, I've followed them as have you since the first week of the season, um, and have seen them play, I don't know how many times, but numerous times, uh, I think I think we have showed steady improvement all the way through uh, until now. I think we've had, we were a better basketball team and have been a better basketball team just about every time we played than the time before. Now that's not always true, but I think generally that's true. All, all our kids can shoot. He, he's got eight players that can play. And it's a different kid or two kids yeah. every night. Uh, Savannah Wheeler goes off for 37 against Western the first time through. Didn't have an outstanding game on Sunday. Alexis Whittington had 17. Jeff, she rarely shoot, has 17 points, uh, the defensive expert, but she had 17 in that basketball game. Either Boldreva or Malashka inside typically will do something special. Um, and Jalen Gregory, my gosh, 5 of 5 from three-point line. She's a conference <laughs> tournament uh, most valuable player little gal from macon county knows how to win yes that's correct and i, I think we've got a lot of kids that can can turn it up if needed all of them can score uh and i think the probably the most improved player and i'm guessing here is is uh number one uh, Brinkley. Blake, uh blake blakely yeah blakely blakely yeah uh, I, I i think um i think she has greatly improved her game and i I I know that it's been a <laughs> frustrating thing. Uh, she turns it over too much, dribbles too much, uh, that sort of thing. But she's doing less and less and less of that and scoring some more, and her passing has become deadly on occasion. Uh, I, I think she can go in and play either guard spot and does that every night. Um, I, I think she's a much improved player. Uh, there's no question in my mind about that, Jeff. And, and the, the nice thing about the Lady Raiders is they can push and plug in different parts to do different things. If they need a quick point guard, Blakely's a guy yeah, to do that. If that's not all that necessary, maybe not so, so much. But uh, if you can get Wheeler and 
Malasha and uh, Gregory all hot at the same time would be hard to handle. We'll just have to see how it goes. They play on Saturday, am I right? I think that's correct, yes. I don't have a game time in front of me. I'm sure Chip will let us know that here in just a bit. Uh, and I was mistaken. They will turn around when when they beat Colorado and when Duke wins their basketball game, I suspect middle and we'll play at Duke. And Hey, I love it. A story program over there. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, middle never made it to the Sweet 16. Wouldn't that be fun? You know, they mentioned this on the on the TV, and I, when I watched uh, the, the championship game, and by the way, they did a very average job, uh, but I, they just don't know the players, you know. They really sure. don't. They're going by stat sheets and all that kind of stuff, and it doesn't really tell you a whole lot about it. But they did say on there, so I assume this is correct, that, that Alexis Winningham did not make the all-defensive team for, for the conference. And uh, and they talked about that that was just a travesty, and I would agree with that. That I is a travesty. I have not bothered to look at that, but if the, you're right. If that's the case, then, yeah. the, the, she's the most valuable. <laughs> now we're we're prejudiced, Jeff. Let's, we are. Let's face it. Riverdale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've seen her play. We know how good a kid she is, and all that kind of stuff. So we do not see this with an objective point of view. We can say that right here on the air. But if she's not one of the five best in the conference, there's not a, there's no tea in China, as they say. Well. <laughs> That's you're you're exactly right, and I did notice. You know, we were talking about Blakely, um, the other team in the championship game. Boy, they absolutely jumped all over her, Every, and she touched the ball all the time. She's mm-hmm. got the ball, and coming down the floor with it, and they are all over her. It it she adjusted, didn't seem to bother her at at at, at all. Really, I thought she played great, and uh, she plays like that. Uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, we're going to have eight starters, and that that bit's fine with me. Fair to say that, that it should be a really good basketball game. Yes, I think so. All right, let's take a break. Let's hear what Chip's got to say right after this on All Sports Talk. Hey, friends, it's Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Tune in Sunday nights at 9 to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS. Join Kelsey Williams and myself as we interview folks from around the area. Good afternoon. Here's what we're looking at. Traffic starting to get a little bit busy now out through Hermitage on I-40 East out past the airport, continuing into Wilson County. A little bit of radar through Rutherford and Coffee this afternoon. That's Coffee County to the north. Heavy, but moving 65. Now, it's going to want to slow right at Vietnam Feds. Nash Painting services all the Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right this spring, call these guys at Nash Painting. Area code 615-912-2288. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Once severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. 
whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home, parks auctions, and helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is official. Number 25 Middle Tennessee's women's basketball team will be traveling to Durham, North Carolina to start the Lady Raiders NCAA tournament as Middle Tennessee earned the number 11 seed in the Seattle Regional, number four on Saturday. Middle will face off against the six-seeded Colorado on Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time. They are ranked number 20 in the final AP poll of the season. Number three-seeded Duke is the hosting institution for the opening two rounds at the host site, playing number 14 seed Iona in the other first-round game. The winners of the first-round games will then play in the second round on Monday, but again, Middle Tennessee will play at 6 o'clock on Saturday. And, of course, last night, just a huge gathering of folks at the Boulevard to celebrate uh, the championship and to uh, be there with the Lady Raiders when uh, they found out their destination. Uh, Crazy enough that the AP poll today, Middle Tennessee, after winning the conference championship in uh, very convincing fashion, dropped out of the top 25 uh, in the AP poll. Crazy. Tennessee also dropped out, but they were losers in uh, the uh, SEC women's tournament. So anyway, tickets are on sale. $19 for Saturday's game. You can call 615-898-5261 to make your purchase of any NCAA tournament tickets. That's 615-898-5261. Uh, Middle Tennessee and Colorado. Of course, the game will be here on WGNS with the old pro Dick Palmer. On the men's side, man, what a battle the Blue Raiders had with eventual Conference USA 
regular season and tournament champion FAU in the conference semifinals on Friday night. The comeback bid fell just short, uh, 68-65 down in Frisco, Texas. The uh, Blue Raider men were invited to postseason play, but as you well know, uh, Eli Lawrence uh, had the ankle injury. Uh, DeAndre Dishman, uh, his knee had had uh, been acting up again, and uh, with not a, a a a fully healthy basketball team, uh, the team chose not to pursue play in the CBI again this year. So the Blue Raiders season does come to a close. A 19 win campaign in 22-23. Okay, let's turn to softball who had a big weekend at home. The Blue Raiders now 18 and 6 had a 3 and 1 record over the weekend on pure offense. Timely hitting, good base running, unselfish approaches in the box produced 3 of 5 games with 10 plus hits over the weekend. Next up will be a matchup with Southeast Missouri. Uh, at 5 o'clock coming up on the 15th. Blue Raider Baseball uh, dropped a tight game to Evansville on Sunday, 5-3. to three. Evansville jumped out to a 5 nothing lead. The Blue Raiders then uh, came back, cut it to 3, but could not get the game tied or won on Sunday afternoon. Evansville takes 2 out of 3. Blue Raiders are back at home again Wednesday against Tennessee Tech. That'll be a 6 o'clock game, first night game of the year, and then a weekend series at home against Western Kentucky. Other uh, mentions, of course, FAU made the NCAA tournament field. North Texas and UAB uh, are headed to the NIT. Both will have home games. And then uh, Charlotte and Rice will be playing in the CBI. Well, that's it for a busy Monday. We'll have more for you coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are back on All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Colvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. Chipper answered the question, Jeff, about the tournament uh, opportunity. And, and, and I tend to agree with that. That call that the staff made there. If you don't have your full horses, let's just, just call it a day. Well, I, I I agree. Yes, I think that was 
correct thing to do. I, I have to admit that I'm not a no, particularly big on any tournament that's not NCAA or NIT. Sure. I, I, I'm not, but uh, it could be important to the program or important to the coaches, and if they think it is, then um, clearly I'm on board with that. But he was right. If you don't have your full complement, don't play. Well, these guys love to play basketball. I know that. But, Jeff, it's a long season. It is, yes. And when you're not playing for something really special, if you if you don't have all people on board that, just, that we really want to do this, I think last year it was important to do it because he wanted to give those some kids an opportunity to play, and it was almost a, some extra practice, I, I guess. But uh, not not this time around. And uh, their season end, they did play an outstanding tournament, Jeff. They ended up winning the first round on a – last second three pretty much and deandre dishman will live in infamy with that little four footer out front that he had with <laughs> weapons coming at him from all over the area but i'm sure he's going to say and i'm going to say and you're going to say he had ever the opportunity to hit that shot that's correct and you know i couldn't have got much better shot could we no oh no well and i of course he's he is very very good we're going to miss him around the paint He's he's really he's good. A warrior, isn't he? Yeah, he 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 intends to get it. He doesn't mind passing it off, and and he he'll work to get open to get it back. Um, but had a, had a really good year. I certainly enjoyed seeing them play, win or lose. It'll be interesting to see they, they they're going to have to replace Dishman for sure. You never know what happens in the portal, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, I I don't think there's any question in my mind that finding a Really good shooting guard in the mold of Jefferson the year before. For example, Donovan Sims would, would, would even like that. I, I think that's the one piece that they're missing. They got a lot of people coming back, hopefully. As I say, in this day of the portal, you never know for sure, but he's got a chance to have a very good basketball team again next year. I agree. I, I think we could bring Donovan back. Is he? Uh, does, yeah. does he have a mustache? <laughs> if, we get him, if he doesn't, well, if he does, we'll one of those nose glasses with the nose on it. Yeah, we'll it. have him shave it, and if he if he doesn't, we'll have him grow one. Maybe no one will notice. Actually, they will, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I, I think uh, you don't know what the future holds. Don't know what the portal will do, or heaven forbid, transfer other stuff. But uh, as long as we keep this coach and our general nucleus of players, I think we'll have another uh, very watchable team next year. Speaking yes. of Donovan Sims, it's a good lead into the fact that Barry Wartman's got his basketball team in the state tournament again, 10 o'clock on uh, Wednesday morning. You're shaking your head as if, uh, where'd they come from? <laughs> the basketball miracle is what it is. Uh, I mean, really, if, if, you, if, you, if you were a betting man, which you're not, and I definitely am not, what would you have bet? that he would lose some game in the district or region tournament and not make it to the state. And there was no way, and he did. He made it. Five-team district, finished fifth. Now, this to be fair, from top to bottom, it was right here, one through five. So winning the play-in game was not one that was totally unexpected. But they, Jeff, they could have lost that game easily. Sure. Absolutely. And uh, then they won, and they won, and they won, and they won, and they won. And, and here they are in the state tournament taking on Independence, a very good team out of Williamson County. 
It, it's just, um, I did talk with uh, Scott Lawless, who's the assistant principal yes. at, at Blackman High School. And, AD. Uh, and, yeah, and he, he's been in basketball and sports all his life. And uh, I, said, I said, how? And he was, at that time, the game we were watching was the finals of the district tournament where he was he led all the way blackman did and i said scott how can you lose all those games with this team that i'm looking at right now and he said well that's pretty easy he said we shot less than 40 percent mm-hmm. and he said now in the last week or so we're shooting better than 50 percent and he said it's made a difference and i thought well yeah it has made a difference and and they play hard oh they play so hard um that's so hard to maintain that when you when you you're not doing well you finish fifth and you, that kind of thing and and still players play hard. Well, Jeff, I've seen my team play hard and the other team play hard as well. Yeah, you know, I guarantee you when you got down to that region semifinal game, that one that you got to win to keep on playing, the team was playing hard against them. That sure. sub-state game or sectional game as we now call it, the team was playing hard against them. Uh, so that doesn't get it done, but it, it is amazing. If you shoot the basketball, the normal fan says they've really played well. They can do the exact same things, same number of turnovers, same number of rebounds, same number of this, that, and the other. And if you don't shoot the ball well, you, you didn't play very well. And it, if it comes come down to it, you've got to be able to put the ball in the hole. Well, the best, the best basketball generally is played in the semifinals of the region tournament. Mm-hmm. Because if you lose that one, your year is definitely over with. Um, but if you win it, then you get two more games. Yeah. And they know, that, well, we got a chance to play tomorrow night, and if we do, we win, we, then we can host a game, which is a big advantage. Um, so, but Blackman played well all the way through. I don't know what their record is. Do you know? I don't have any idea what their record is. It was near. It was around 500. Yeah. Uh, 21, and I looked on the day – They've won 21 games. So, but now, how many of those in the last two in district tournament, two in the region tournament, sub-state game? So that's five. Well, uh, three in the three in the district. district. Uh, with all three in the region. Yeah, with all due respect to everyone involved here, at this time of year, on before the state tournament starts, 21 wins is not a lot. Well, let's, let's think back. I just said they won seven games in the tournament. That means they had won 14. That's not a record that's uh, going to get you way, very far down the line, typically. Right. So they were, they were I don't know what they were, but they, they evidently had 15 wins going into the district tournament. So. Let's say 14, 15, and 11. Does that sound about right? Yeah, okay. That's all right. Something along that line. And, uh, uh, well, we're I, talking about Barry Wartman, by the way. I think we keep saying he and, and yeah. whatever. Barry's been around a long time, and you and I both have a great deal of respect for him. And, for Jeff, we've got a lot of really good coaches that said that before. Uh, Jennifer Grandstaff had her ball club in the state tournament and uh, ended up losing about two. Tough game there. Uh, Bill Hockenberry's done a really good job at Rockvale. Uh, Central Magnet School. What a run they've had. Middle Tennessee Christian School, what a run they've had. So we've had some, some really good women, girls basketball this year. We have up and down the line. And I, uh, we did not have, even with all respect to Blackman, we, we did not have a team that's absolutely just going to run over you. You know, we didn't have one of those. We didn't have a, a, a Riverdale or a Blackman that has done that before. 
but we had pretty good balance and we had pretty good play from a bunch of people. Um, and I'm, I'm very proud of them. I'm, I, I can't wait for next year. I'm looking forward to it. No, the Lady Blaze are disappointed, and well, they should be. Lose to Cookville by two. Uh, tremendous basketball game. The, the game before that was also Bradley Central, and Bearden played uh, the last the last second of that. Uh, but uh, Blackman and Cookville had split during the regular season. Watching the game, I thought Blackman was the better team, but not I did by too. much. Yeah, and I did too. When uh, you're playing a team that's within a point or two or three. Then you, anything can happen. Lady Raiders are in the tournament, Jeff. Lots can happen if things go right. You know, I, I guess I don't know why this is, but why do all these players at Bradley Central keep <laughs> – they just seem like they have a load every year. Well, they've been doing it for 35, 40 it. years. I know it. And Cleveland, of course, is, uh, is, is right there with them, just down the street, as a matter of fact. And and they've been really good, so it's it's it's. Uh, but anyway, of course, Bradley Central did win the state again. They won it before. They have, and and they've got a pretty fairly young team, Jeff. Yeah, they're they're, they're not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, but uh, Blackman, right here on WGNS Radio, I'm sure, ten o'clock on Wednesday morning, uh, bright and early. But they get out and support the Blaze and uh, in that tournament game and see how they go. Blackman won the state tournament in 2014. Am I right? Is that I, I about don't, right? I don't. It sounds about right, but I, I don't that. remember the year. And uh, so let, let's go ahead and take our last break, and we'll come back and uh, maybe touch on I don't know what, Jeff. Right after this. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night, and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Ryan, and Dalton. News, traffic, weather, and fun? Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. Here's what we're looking at. Traffic starting to get a little bit busy now out through Hermitage on I-40 East down past the airport, continuing into Wilson County. A little bit of radar through Rutherford and Coffee this afternoon. That's Coffee County to the north. Heavy but moving 65. Now it's going to want to slow right at Vietnam Feds. Nash Painting services all the Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right this spring, call these guys at Nash Painting. Area code 615-912-2288. I'm Commander. 
Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. They pride themselves on community banking and the, the way it used to be done, but at the same time, they can do it for the young folks, Jeff. They do banking a little bit different than you and I probably do. Well, but uh, First yeah. Bank's equipped to take care of the whole thing. They're going to give you a smile and a handshake and uh, take care of your business. I've I've done a little business with them, and my my wife has an account there for um, an activity that she's involved in, and they are really quite helpful. They're very nice. Community Pride, for sure, is one of the sponsors of the TWSWA broadcast that took place over the weekend, and, and they'll be on uh, TWSWASports.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the uh, state tournament basketball games, of course, the local game will be on and Blackman wins. They keep on going. It's exciting, isn't it? It is. We'll see how it works itself out. Uh, baseball, Jeff, Major League Baseball is not that far away from going around. If you keep up, keep, keep keeping up with your Braves much? No, not a whole lot. No, they're, they're playing a lot of split squad games and, Running in some people that you absolutely know are going to be in the minors, you know, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but no, I haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about them. Last week, Dick Palmer, Dick Palmer was on with me on uh, Thursday. I had to fill in spot for uh, Monty. We talked a little bit about Nelson Smotherman and his passing, but uh, give you a chance to comment on old Nelson yourself because I know you had a lot of dealings with him. Well, yes, and but you know. A lot of people did. Sure. Uh, he, Most he, anybody that was around yeah. sports knew Nelson's mother. Now, maybe I had more recently uh, because I was broadcasting. And, and he would bring us information about the game if he happened to be there. Uh, and, if, and he often was. Uh, but just about everybody, particularly Dick Palmer, by the way, uh, had, a, had a lot of Nelson's mother stories. And uh, and because he was everywhere in athletics, uh, and he was an Oakland fan uh, the last few years, and the Oakland softball field is named for him. But he also kept TWSWA stats. He was a member of the TWSWA Hall of Fame, and he worked many years ago with Monty Hill Sr. Uh, he's just been all over the place uh, doing sports, and uh, he the the moose. And that's what they called him, the Moose. He <laughs> yeah. was an interesting guy. For those that don't know the Moose, the Moose was about uh, five, five, and might go 120 pounds, maybe. Maybe, maybe. And I, I, I umpired a lot at Church League softball, and and he played Church League softball. And I'm telling you what, that guy could hit, and he could fly. Is that right? I mean, he could really run. Uh, but anyway. I, I'm I'm going to miss the moose, and he was at so many tournament games, and uh, and and he kept stats even if he wasn't in any kind of official capacity, and if a state tournament record was broken, he knew it immediately because he kept up with them. Sure, and he did it the old-fashioned way, everything by paper, right, and pen, pencil, right, and an eraser. I'm yeah, <laughs> going to guess. 
But Jeff, quick point. A friend of mine told me this. I didn't realize it happened. But this, this year, for the first time, the team's rated number one in the first poll did not make the NC tournament field. I know that. I read that this morning or yesterday, I guess. North Carolina, right? Right. right. That, I guess I'm not surprised that that's never happened before. I mean, let's we take 68 teams. So if you're rated number one going into the season, surely you're going to be one of the best 68. Well, it didn't work out that way. And of course, North Carolina has a story program, but uh, didn't get there. I guess they have. Uh, other than Duke, well, I'm not sure how many years you want to go back. UCLA, Indiana, for sure. But uh, Duke, uh, North Carolina may have the most storied program in the nation. At least you can make an argument for them. Well, you make an argument. Them, Kentucky would be there. Right. You know, Indiana, up until about 15 years ago, they've been a non-factor until this year. They've decided to come back and, and, and hit the limelight again. Uh, but I think North Carolina, Kentucky, Duke, Indiana, um, UCLA – UCLA was dominant, the most dominant team for a 10 or 11-year stretch back in the 60s, for sure. But we hadn't heard a lot about it at UCLA, frankly, in the last right. 15, and I 20 think years. They've been there in, uh, a few times, and I think they were in the Final Four one other time after Coach Wooden uh, retired. Oh, the guy that they named him – I can't remember his name, but uh, I think they named him UAB Jim after him or – or something in Alabama, but anyway, he, he got them there. Uh, I'm thinking of, I can't think of his you're, name. You're right. Um, but you're right, in the last few years, of course, it's very, it's more and more difficult with every passing year to, to dominate and dominate and dominate. You just can't do it. The transfer, the portal, coming out early and going to the pros, and you lose a couple of players. You don't even have to lose a couple. You lose one. You know, and you, you've got a problem. Somebody else has caught you. you know, there's no doubt about that. But I, I'd say that North Carolina, I have no idea who coaches North Carolina. Do you know? I used to know all of them. And after Roy Williams Former retired. Former player, uh, his name escapes me. But uh, Yeah, well, he, he better uh, – I wouldn't unload a whole lot of things in his office if I were him. <laughs> because if this happens again, he won't be there. Well, uh, you look around North Carolina State. Excuse me, North Carolina not there. Kentucky's not had a great year. Duke – is a third, I think, a third or fourth seed, uh, but still not the dominant team. You're right. When you got Houston, uh, number one team, got beat by yesterday by Memphis. Now, nothing against Memphis, but Memphis and Louisville it used to be names you heard all the time. Louisville is horrible this year. And Memphis uh, is good, but uh, I, I don't think they're anywhere close to what they were. 10 years, 15 years ago. No, I don't either. And uh, and Duke, by the way, who, of course, lost Coach K, he retired after last year, and, it, and I guess he decided it was time um, after a tremendous career at that university and all these championships and um, almost really all came close to getting there again in his final year. Duke started yesterday, I believe, five, but it may have been four freshmen. Duke and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were still in the game in the, l- the last minute or so. So uh, it looks like the future is bright there. And I don't know. You don't know whether they're going to be back or not. Now, you don't know that anymore. But uh, if, if they do come back, it, they're going to be a formidable force in that conference. The kids today, of the day, Jeff, care less about the, the, the school having a, a rich 
traditional background. I don't think they want to go someplace where they can play and they go someplace where they like to coach. And if they don't like to coach, they ain't going to stay any longer. No, they're not. And they want to go someplace where they can win, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and win big and play play in important games in the postseason, um, which is, uh, well, it's, it's why a lot of the better players are, are at Power 5 schools that, that have a long reputation. Uh, and Duke would be one of those. That's for sure. Uh, any predictions on the NCAA tournament? You said you picked your bracket. You, you, I did. You I don't mind telling you who you, I picked. You picked the last two teams are going to be? Uh, oh, my goodness. Houston and Purdue. And Purdue to the winner? No. Houston. I picked Houston. Elvin Hayes still got eligibility left in him? I think Olajuwon is that. <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't have any idea. But that is who I picked, yes, in my bracket. Yes. Well, I think of Houston, a lot, this will conjure up a lot of memories. Houston playing in the Astrodome against UCLA, right? Yeah, right. Alvin Hayes and Louis Alcindor. Right. Taking, and, and Houston won the basketball game. UCLA was the dominant team of the decade, but uh, Houston won it in front of, uh, what, 65,000 people or so? I know. It was, it was, as you said, if you didn't hear that, folks, they played it in the basketball or the baseball field. Is where they played it, and, and, then, and I think this was it. before they had the huge bleachers on one side. I, I right. think they literally played it in the middle of the field, didn't they? Yes, that is correct. Um, but I, I'll I'll say one thing too, since you brought it up, and I, I'm I'm an admirer of a lot of those people back. But Elvin Hayes could play. Yeah, my heavens, that guy could play. And Hakeem Elijah Wan, you mentioned him yeah. a few years later. Too. Houston, he could play too. There's a lot of people who can he's, play. He's still instructing. Uh, Olajuwon is, uh, and uh, I'm not sure where he is. Las Vegas, maybe. I'm not sure. He's out west somewhere. He has. A, he has a. He, he 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 instructs big men. Well, let's go, Jeff. Uh, okay. Time has changed. It means it's daylight as we walk out the station this afternoon. Oh, I can find my car. Okay, that'll be fine. Monty Hill will be here tomorrow for All Sports Talk. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. 